Wedgwood Christian Services is a place where hope and healing meet. Join me, Hillary Kirkendall, Wedgwood's Marketing and Communications Coordinator, as I sit down for conversations with the amazing people who work at, learn from, and grow through our grace-filled residential care, counseling services, and community programs. Grab your cup of coffee or tea and enjoy experts sharing their insights on the challenges people are facing and stories of hope, healing, and transformation. These are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations. We've got another great Coffee Break Conversation for you. I sat down with Rebecca Kelm, one of our residential home supervisors here at Wedgwood, who works specifically in our Bulkins home. She's been a part of Wedgwood's team for three years and has worked in the residential care field for several years. Today, Rebecca and I chat about why residential care is important, how faith integrates, and how valuing and celebrating each child's uniqueness supports their treatment and care. I'm very excited for this Coffee Break conversation with today's guest. Rebecca Kelm, one of Wedgwood's awesome residential home supervisors, joins us. Thanks for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Okay, so you're a residential home supervisor. What does that mean? What do you do? Yeah, so I oversee the day-to-day operations of a residential program. Uh, Our particular program is a co-ed program for generally middle school-aged kids, uh, and I see the staffing of that program, the financial aspect of that program, and just the day-to-day operations. Great. So can you talk a little bit about what the goal of residential care is and how does it fit into like the foster care system or kind of the larger child welfare system? Sure, sure. I think that, you know, we hear a lot about foster homes and forever families and all of those things. And sometimes there's kids that maybe struggle to find a placement right away because of some behaviors um, or some experiences, some abuse and traumas that they've been through. Um, So I think residential plays into that because we give a, a sense of hope. Mm-hmm. for the kids. We bring them in and we say, hey, you know what? Regardless of what you've, get, you've gone through, we can, uh, we can work on that. We can get you to where you need to go. Uh, and the goal is to ultimately address those behaviors and get them successfully placed. Mm. So. so it's kind of uh, in between the bad situation that they've been in yeah. and then the future that they're working towards. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. I do not see us as a, as a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. I see us as kind of you know, that, that little segue into their forever home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard it described as like, this is not not where we want kids to be necessarily, no. but thank goodness that they can Absolutely. be Absolutely. Needed, needed. Mm-hmm. A good little pit stop. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to think about it. Um, so you've worked in residential treatment for several years. Yes. Have you seen kids' needs or challenges change at all? Are there things that have stayed consistent over your years in this field? Yeah, I think that um, with the times, with every generation, we see different behaviors. We see kind of different things highlighted. Um, You know, right now with the kids that we're working with, we're seeing a lot of gender identity issues, and that wasn't as prevalent when I first started in this line of work. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been a challenge just to make sure that we are providing the best, most loving, supportive care for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's definitely been something that's been different and kind of new. Um, Outside of that, I think that there's been a lot of progression in treatment itself Mm -hmm. uh, and being more proactive, more empathetic. Mm -hmm. There's been more uh, stress put on uh, verbal skills and building that relationship with the kids. Uh, And that wasn't maybe always there when I first started in this line of work. So that's really good to see. It's Mm -hmm. just that positivity, relationship-based focus now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. What do you consider to be the most important part of your job? most important part of my job. I think um, I think that's where probably my faith comes in. I think that for me, the Bible says train up a child in the way that they should go, that they'd never depart from it. Uh, and 
I, I think that's where we stand in the gap. I think that some of these kids have struggled with their upbringing and with maybe some of their parental figures. And so we step in and that's what we're doing. We're training them up in the way they should go. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. What a great perspective to have on your work that can sometimes be kind of hard. It can be. It can be. But, you know, the, the hard days are also the rewarding days. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's been the most challenging uh, line of work. I, when anybody, when anybody ever asks me, you know, what is your typical day like? I say that it's the only job I've ever worked at where I can do the same thing in a different way every single day. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very unique, um, but I love it. I love it. The challenges and all, I would, I would not change it for anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has God made clear to you during your time in this line of work and working here at Wedgwood? I think that for a season, I thought I was burnt out in this line of work, mm-hmm. um, and that was at a, a previous organization, and so I took a break. And it was clear during that break that um, I was still meant to be in this line of work. So mm-hmm. I came back, uh, and I have always felt that when God relieves me of my responsibilities, then I will go ahead and go. But as of right now, this is where I feel called to be, and mm-hmm. I think you operate best when you're operating within your calling and within your ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, hey, we're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. So you talked about kind of faith playing a role in like why you do your work. For sure. And as a Christian organization, that kind of permeates everything we do here at Wedgwood. So how do you see the faith piece working with the clients and their treatment, and why do you think it's important to incorporate in care? Yeah, I think that, you know, you know, this is a really holistic approach, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, from staffing-wise, I think you can do this line of work without a basis of faith. You, you can. Um, I think for me, I have found it more challenging in those times where I've kind of been a little bit more distant from God. Um, I'm still able to do it, but I think it's a little bit more challenging. Um, With the kids per se, I think giving a basic foundation of faith is one of those staples and fundamental needs of any child development. Mm -hmm. Um, And what they choose to do with it later on, great. I am all about just, you know, training up and teaching them, hey, this is an option and this Mm -hmm. is for you. And uh, but if they choose to go a different direction, that's absolutely fine. That's mm-hmm. a- absolutely fine. Sometimes we are just seed planners, and mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Letting them know that there is hope absolutely. out there probably makes just a big difference, regardless of how they take that hope with them later, but knowing that there is hope. Absolutely. And some of these kids have come from families that have gone through some abuse and traumas in the name of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's always been a challenge to address those youth who see God as the enemy mm-hmm. um, and bring in the love of God and show them that there is a difference. There is mm-hmm. a distinct difference. Um, so that's always a challenge with this line of work, but I think that it's a challenge that we're called to do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. What do you want to make sure that our community knows about residential care and the kids who call Wedgwood home? <sighs> diversity. <laughs> uh, you know, in this line of work, I remember one uh, one young man uh, who was African-American, and I had bought him some cocoa butter cream and um, just for his skin, and he was kind of ashing. And when I gave it to him, he was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. He's like, I don't get this. And so it just kind of hit me that, you know, sometimes – um, sometimes there is open giving or blank giving, and sometimes there is giving with intent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for those individuals that want to give with intent or to be specific in their giving, um, to realize that we have kids from all different cultural backgrounds and ethnicities, mm-hmm. um, hair texture, skin texture, the whole nine yards. So we need a lot of different products to meet each individual's needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And diversity is one of, you know, Wedgwood's core values. And Mm -hmm. what I think it's all about is embracing and celebrating God's artistry and creativity. Mm -hmm. And that that totally includes understanding, respecting, and prioritizing different cultural and ethical values and needs. Mm -hmm. For sure. What sort of impact do you see that having on care when kids 
their um, differences are celebrated and yeah. where they come from is acknowledged and, um, and kind of incorporated into their character. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, I come from a biracial family myself, and I think it's really important for the kids to feel accepted and loved. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the behaviors that we see stem from, are you going to love me? Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to love me for me? Mm-hmm. Um, they have been ostracized or maybe targeted for sexuality issues, for their ethnicity or race, um, their cultural upbringing they have been ostracized for. Um, and so just being able to say, hey, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you and I appreciate your differences and I want to ma- make sure your differences are taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important to me. That to me is the resounding love of Christ. That mm-hmm. That's God saying, hey, I love you and mm-hmm. I'm paying attention to your differences and I want to celebrate your differences. Mm-hmm. So that's just what we try to do uh, mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. And if, if everybody's created in the Im- image of God, then For it's sure. all worthy of love and celebration. Absolutely. Absolutely. If somebody wants to give with intention, mm-hmm. what, maybe just off the top of your head, are a few things that you've noticed are often needs within your program? Sure. Uh, one of the <laughs> one of the, the ones that comes to my mind is wave caps. Oh, I know, yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of individuals are like, oh, that's just a commodity. It's not a necessity. Um, but for some of our kids that are African-American, especially the males, that's how they put waves in their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the difference between their hair being done in the morning or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, you know, a Caucasian individual, they may be able to comb their hair or do something differently. Um, but without wave caps, it really limits on what one sector of individuals can do. And I think that it's important for them um, to have an opportunity to kind of just be creative, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So. And to feel like they can take care of themselves. Yes. If, you know, working on helping them understand that they are valued and loved. For sure. Um, helping them feel like they look their best and feel their best probably yes. plays into their overall treatment quite a bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, again, and just with the different skin textures, different types of lotions, that's always important. Mm-hmm. Um, just different styles for everything, hair products, um, different hair accessories. You know, every different skin type and hair type takes different items. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to just be respectful and observant of all the different needs and make sure that we meet them. hmm you know, Wedgwood is a place a lot of times where kids are getting their needs actually met for the first time. And for so sure. how beautiful if we can not only meet them, but give them kind yeah. of the things that make them feel yeah. their best. And, you know, when we're able to provide that, when we, we've had a couple different donors that have asked for specific lists of items to be donated. Uh, and they've spent the time to go out and actually purchase those items. And the kids' faces, when they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is going to work for me. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just it's, it's so neat. Just something as simple as, you know, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner does not work in everybody's hair. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so being able to separate those items and say, hey, this is, this is for you, um, it's important. Mm-hmm. And that's a level of appreciation. It's not entitlement. It's such great appreciation that they, that they really kind of display in that moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. We'll make sure to put some information about how people can get connected to us and figure out how they can um, donate some of these items that Absolutely. God is for calling sure. them to do. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Rebecca. Uh, The work you and your team do each and every day is so important, and we are grateful to have you as a part of the team here at Wedgwood. It was great sitting down with you for this coffee conversation. Hey, I appreciate it. This was a great opportunity. Thank you so much. It's so inspiring to talk with people who are living out their calling and care so deeply about the kids and families in our community. 
Rebecca embodies Wedgwood's values of integrity, compassion, excellence, and diversity so beautifully in how she carries out her work and leads her team. If you are feeling called to help us address and celebrate the wonderfully diverse needs of the children and families that rely on Wedgwood's care, we'd love to connect with you. You can find more information in the episode description. Wedgwood Christian Services is committed to extending God's love and providing exceptional care and support. Head on over to wedgwood.org, that's W-E-D-G-W-O-O-D.org, to learn more about how you can get connected to services, support Wedgwood's mission, or join our team. Connect with us on social media at WedgwoodCS or send us an email at hello at wedgwood.org. We would love to be a part of your story. Until next time, these are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations.